Ryder Nation, William Powell bringing the energy, bringing the fight, bringing the fire every game day, every practice. Let's go, Ryder Nation. Very special edition of the Pipples podcast here with you. We have Sarah Colonna joining us, of course, comedian, actress, podcast host herself of Are You My Podcast, and of course, married to Saskatchewan Rough Riders punter John Ryan. First off, Sarah, this is awesome. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Okay, before I start fangirling over Shameless with you, (laughs) that's one of my favorite shows. Your tweet not too long ago caught my attention, and it's about the quarantine for CFL players. You mentioned that players aren't able to leave and go get meals and you wanted to support local businesses as much as possible. But my question is, when did John and the other players find out that they would be stuck in quarantine for basically all of training camp all the way up until Labor Day? Um, It was uh, probably around the same time that I I sent that tweet out. Um, (laughs) It was so it was maybe like 10 days ago or or something, Uh, maybe a little bit before that. Um, I think that they were under the impression for vaccinated players that it would be different, but that, um, I don't know if that changed because of, you know, obviously I don't know details of the inner working. So who knows, maybe when the CFL talked to the government or the guy, I don't know, maybe they, they decided to change that. Um, so, or maybe it was just never official that they would have different rules. Um, so yeah, they're going <laughs> to, they told them, uh, you know, indefinitely. So I don't know how long it's going to last. I don't, I mean, I don't think it could be the whole season. I couldn't imagine that, but well, know what they have to be prepared for. <laughs> we saw Brendan Labatless last week announced he wasn't going to play the season because of the restrictions because he didn't want to lose out of the best two months in Saskatchewan. Did John ever consider doing the same thing? I don't think so. I mean, I totally get his decision too. And he also has children, which would make that harder, right? If you, I think he has kids. So like, then you can't go to, your, your kids events and stuff when it's when the province is open I think that's the hard part for people to swallow um at least on my end I'm like but but it's open why can't you guys go out but um you know obviously whatever they have to do they have to do to to get this season going but no I don't think John ever considered it I think um we don't have kids and it so that doesn't you know really he doesn't have to worry about missing um things like that and then on the other end of it I just think he is um personally is just one of those people who's just missed it so much. And, and I'm not saying that, that anyone else that's sitting out didn't, but obviously, but just for him, I think he was like, uh, I'll just, I'll just do it. I just got to play. So. Uh, you and John both in showbiz, uh, we'll call uh, football showbiz as well too. <laughs> so I guess for you guys, you're, you're used to being in different places all the time, not being able to see each other. How tough is it for you guys to always be apart and still keep your relationship strong? Yeah, it's very, you know, it's funny, we met that way. So it's, we've kind of, when we met, I was in California, and he was in Seattle with the Seahawks. And so we never, uh, honestly, until last year, we were never uh, at home together year round. Um, I was like, Oh, no, what's that going to be like, but luckily, it turned out good. <laughs> luckily, it was kind of nice to be home together for for a whole year. Um, but yeah, we're used to both being either traveling and then even, um 
the 2019 season when he was in Canada, I was in Atlanta shooting um, a Netflix show. And so, but we just kind of figured it out. We were always able to, to just sort of make something work to, I, I went to as many games as I could. I went to a lot actually of the home games in Saskatchewan in, in 2019. And then hopefully um, that's in the other thing is this year, we don't know when, when I'll be allowed in. <laughs> so um, I know they're supposed to maybe make some new amount announcements like July 21st or something. So hopefully um, it, you know, maybe fingers crossed if it's safe for vaccinated travelers to come to Canada, then, then I'll uh, really want to be there opening day. I want to be there on the 5th. I got to ask, so what was your opinion when you first flew into Regina and then your first rider game? Um, well, it's funny. John was like, I don't, I don't, he, he basically was like, I'm not sure you're going to like Regina. And I'm, <clears throat> I grew up in Farmington, Arkansas. So it's, <laughs> it to me was like going home. I was like, this is like the Arkansas of Canada. It's like the same vibe. Like people are friendly. Everyone knows each other. Um, so I, fi- I found it to be very much uh I love it. I love it there. And John's whole family is there. So that's obviously great. We get to, we get to spend time with them and the Ryder game. Uh, my first one, I was like, this is it. This is, it's so much fun. It's just the fans and just the vibe of, of game day. I, I told him it reminded me a lot of, of, of Seahawks games, just the same people are loud. People are wearing their gear like year round out to dinner. You know, there's <laughs> diehard fans. So I had, I had a really good time at the games. And I got to go to the, the infamous Labor Day game last year, too. Their last season that we played, too. So that was really fun. How much beer was drinking after that game? Because I know that Brett Lother, after he kicked the field goal, <laughs> ran and crushed a, a beer in the end zone in Hill Country. Yeah. And was right behind him. Yeah. Uh, how, how much partying was going on that night? Um, you know, it's, it's funny. Afterwards, there's not a lot. There's not there's, – there's more, like uh, – having a beer and relaxing afterwards. I guess that it's more of a wind down. Um, and, uh, and that's fine because I got to drink beer the whole game. So it's probably time for me to go to bed by the end of the game. <laughs> now, you mentioned that uh, uh, you guys met when he was in the NFL. Comedian Ross Matthews actually introduced you guys? He did, yeah. So he, um, he and I worked together on a show called Chelsea Lately. And... Um, John was a big fan of the show and he used to watch it all the time. And he had a crush on me is that's his story. And he's sticking to it. And he uh, went up to Ross. Ross was a big Seahawks fan and he was on the sidelines at a game and, and he went up to Ross and he said, Hey, can you put in a word for me with Sarah Colonna? Cause I want to go out with her. And uh, Ross was like, can you focus on the game? And then I'll talk about it later. <laughs> um, and then Ross texted me and he's like, listen, this guy wants to, wants to talk to you. And I've never heard a bad word about him. He's a great guy. He's been playing for, you know, in this city for a long time. Uh, you should, you should not ignore his uh, tweet. Basically he was going to tweet me very, very two, uh, 2020 or whatever, 20, that was probably 2014, very 2014 love story with Twitter. So what's, what's Ross like? Because I've watched him since he was an intern on the Jay Leno show. And of course, RuPaul's Drag Race, he's always uh, on there as well. He seems like he's just the most wonderful person. Uh, he's the best. He's so awesome. He actually ended up officiating our wedding too, because we, we were like, that, you're, you're why we met. So come officiate our wedding. And it was really funny. Um, yeah, he's just the best. He's just a very, it's not, it's not put on any of his cheer and his 
good mood and his uh, positivity. Like that's just who he is as a person. So he's, he's, and he's hilarious. So you always are laughing when you're around him too. Greg, do you have any questions before I start? No, this is, this is where you fangirl. Go ahead and go nuts. (laughs) I I, I, want to say the show's on my list. I have no idea what any of these questions mean though. Okay. Don't worry (laughs) about it. Well, it's just, okay, go ahead. Yeah. You, you, you first. <laughs> well, I want to know what's it like to work with William H. Macy? Well, that was the thing is I was a fan of that show for so long. So to also, I never, I don't think, I think it was like the first time I'd been cast on something that I was also like a super fan of before. So I was really nervous and I didn't work. I didn't do scenes with William H. Macy. All my scenes were with um, Carl. I played his creepy boss and uh, it, it was very super inappropriate, everything that I had to do. And um, I was, I, I remember just also being nervous because he, Ethan, who plays Carl is like the nicest guy in the world. And he's also like, I think he was, he's, he's maybe he's 21 now, but he was 1920 when I was shooting with him. And, you know, I'm having to like, so it was legal age. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. At least it was that, but I, yeah, I had to like slap him on the butt and I was just like, Oh my God, this is awful. And he's, I remember he told me, he was like, I've been on Shameless since I was nine years old. Like, I, I've seen it all. Don't worry about it. Like, <laughs> you don't have to worry about anything. Um, but I did get to do all the table reads. Uh, I was invited to all the table reads with, and all the actors were there. And so William H. Macy was in there and just all of the, everyone was there. And it, that was um, kind of surreal to walk in. And they were, again, this is a tight, like a, that show it ended in what season 11 finally and not finally but ended in season 11 and um they were just such a close-knit cast that I was nervous coming into that situation what it would be like and they couldn't have been more welcoming they couldn't have uh, laughing at every line that you say and being really supportive and making you feel welcome in the room and and so that was really cool and everyone on set was it's just like it's everyone kept telling me how great it is to work um, for them and, and for John Wells, who has done that show forever. And so it was, it was good. You're, you would not be disappointed as a fan. I, I was, I was happy that I was not, you know, you never know if you're going to walk in and someone's going to be big time you or, or whatever, but none of them were like that. Everyone was really, really great. Is there a character cast better than Frank Gallagher? No, I mean, it's, it's legendary. He's so good. And to actually, um, to like somebody that plays that character and to root for that character, even though he's a complete mess and, and terrible father and all the other things, <laughs> now, you know? Um, yeah, no, nothing better. And, and he just nails it. He just nailed it. That was such a great character. Now, I read an article today, actually, that your character, Lori, you're the manager at the restaurant with Carl, um, your character is voted as the most hated supporting cast member in the series. Well, you, you've read, seen this? I read that recently and I was like, wow. Um, yeah, they, it's, I mean, I don't know who really voted on that or whatever, but they, I, I guess they did my job. You're not supposed to really like her. She's hitting on a 19 year old guy that's working at the, you know, it's an inappropriate boss. Like it's a complete harassment is what it was, but they enjoyed, I think, flipping the tables on that and it being a woman harassing a man in that situation. And, um, you know, they had me back for, for, for another season after so I did two seasons of it so um I think it went well I think when you're hated in that way it's a good way it's a good thing like when they hate a character it's like when you you know at least that's what I tell myself to try to sleep at night 
And uh, how, I just want to know how you're more hated than Mickey's dad. Well, I want to know who conducted these interviews. I just feel <laughs> like somebody, I feel like this is some guy just wrote that on a blog and he decided that he didn't like my face and maybe I dated him in college or something, but I, <laughs> I don't, uh, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> hey, if someone posts on Facebook, it's got to be true. That's right. That's true. That's true. Yeah, maybe maybe on the heels of uh, Me Too and everything, somebody just didn't like that that storyline or something. But we had some fun with it, and nothing ever happened. I think my favorite um, line, though, as Lori was, uh, I tell him to go get a job. You know, he's like, I tell him to go ahead and pursue his dreams of this other job, and uh, I start to tell him how I used to want to be a teacher, and then I said, but cocaine tasted so good, I just did that instead, and I thought that was. <laughs> Such a funny line. I was like, this, these writers are too good. Everything that they gave me to say was, was hilarious. Yeah, just without context, it just fit right in with the, yep. uh, with the show, right? So, yep. Yep. <laughs> um, one more TV one here before I, I pass it off to Greg here. And uh, I know you're a big fan of this one as well. Maybe I'll let you finish the drink first. Too Hot to Handle. Oh. Why is this the absolute worst show out there? And why am I watching it? Why, why I can't not watch it. I was like angry at myself the other day for watching it because these people, especially this season, and I finished the season, by the way, of course, um, but this season, they were even worse. It's the, the premise of, of these people coming on this show and then finding out they can't make out or have sex or do anything with complete strangers. I mean, the girls were like, they all broke the rule the first night. They're all like, I'm just freaking out. I'm so horny. And I'm like, you've been there for five hours. You've never gone five hours. Like you need to go to the hospital if you can't control your urges for five hours. That was, it drives me nuts, but I do, I can't stop watching it. They know what they're doing when they make these train wreck shows. They reel us right in. How long would you and John last on that show? Oh, for the money, we totally do it. We'd last. Yeah. Full $100,000? Yeah. I'd be, yeah, I'd get the full 100000 And anyone that, uh, that screwed up and, and, and knocked money off of us just for a, a makeout or something, I'd probably punch them. Be like, come on, guys. This is, it's not that hard. Just, for, just, just set your eyes on the goal. And it just seems like they're only there for like two weeks or something. It's nothing crazy. I mean, John is in Canada for God, until December. I mean, who, you know? <laughs> I should win a million dollars. So we right. talked about your acting and of course your podcast. You've also done writing and these um, panel shows. Um, kind of reminds me of Mitch Hedberg's one of my favorite comedian. He has this bit where he talks about how he wanted to be a comedian, be a comedian. It's like becoming a chef and then someone going, well, hey, can you farm? So when it comes to all this other stuff, like what do you prefer, stand-up, writing, acting? You know, it's hard because I, I, I went to college, I studied acting and, um, and, that's, and I always wanted to do that. And I always wanted to do stand-up as well. But I, at the time in, in Arkansas, where I grew up and where I went to college in Fayetteville, they didn't have, um, there was no comedy club around, like not for, not for somebody that had never done it before. There was no kind of place, open mics and nothing like that. So I, I really left there with just all the stage experience of theater, but no, um, no stand-up. And so I started stand-up in LA because I just wanted to do it. And um, I, it's, it's hard to say which I like better. It's also different. I mean, the, 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 the thing about stand-up that is both rewarding and also terrifying is like, you don't have anyone 
to blame, right? Like if you're the most hated comedian, it's not because they wrote a character <laughs> for someone to, you know, it's like, it's, if you're, if you don't do, if people don't laugh on stage, it's on you. And if, um, and in some, in acting situations, there can be, you know, you can be in a project that wasn't that great, or you can be um, in a project that is great and really stand out and everyone, and some guy on Facebook decides that you're the most hated, whatever, all the good things that come along with it. But it just, I think that's the part of it that I like the most is that it gives me um, instant sort of feedback that I'm doing the right thing up there or the wrong thing. <laughs> um, so it's just, I guess it's just different. I know I'm not really answering your question with which I like best because I don't, I don't know. It's when I'm doing one, I miss the other. Um, when, I was, when I was on Shameless and when I was on uh, Insatiable, this Netflix show, I couldn't do much stand-up and I really missed it. And then now that stand-ups, uh, I can do stand-up again, at least right now, uh, it's, which has just reopened, obviously. Um, I'll, I'll be missing being on a series. So it's sort of, I guess I just like all of it. And, 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 and it's nice to have, it's nice to have a, a little bit of, I guess, uh, uh, something else to do when something else isn't going on. Like if I'm not on a show right now, at least I can tour. So I, I can stay busy that way. But you always wanted to do comedy. It wasn't a drama thing. Just no, I always wanted to do. No, I do. I want to do all of it. But I just like stand up. I just. I don't know. I just always wanted to try it. I guess I just always liked watching it and and like the live performance aspect of it. I didn't really have. There was no moment or reason or I, there's no comedian I can point to where I was like, oh, I gotta, I gotta go do that. I was just like, oh, I want to. And another thing, really, for doing it out in, in Los Angeles is there's a lot of people trying to, you know, now there's way more probably trying to do stand up as well, but there's a lot of people that were just, especially when I moved here in like the late nineties, like just people were just here trying to get on TV. So if you had something you could point to, to stand out a little bit differently. Um, and eventually that's how I ended up doing Chelsea lately and, and all of that. So it really kind of got me working. <laughs> Is there a chance we're going to see Sarah Colonna up in Saskatchewan doing stand-up anytime soon? I know you're uh, doing a couple shows in August. Yeah, in yeah. States, so. well, definitely. I, I, did a, I did a show once there for John's golf tournament at the, uh, the casino. The, um, what's the name of that casino? Why can't I think of it? Casino Regina? Very yes, original. there we go. Very original. <laughs> yeah, should, have, should be able to remember that, right? Um, but I, we did a stand-up show there with like three people, uh, a few of my other friends for, uh, John's charity golf tournament a few years ago. And, um, we were, we, I was looking at trying to do it last year and then obviously no, nobody did anything last year. So, uh, when, once again, if, if things are open back up and I can go there, then yeah, hopefully that'll work out, um, before the end of the year. We'll see. Fingers crossed. Flipping back to uh, football, we used to talk about John's NFL career. And our uh, other co-host, Steve, who couldn't be here, is going to hate us for bringing this up. But John's touchdown pass against Green Bay in the playoffs. Everyone knows the picture. <laughs> when he was throwing the ball. Did you ever get that blown up and framed? Maybe an oil painting of it? Anything? <laughs> I, I haven't. I mean, I, sh I probably should. I feel like it's not something he wants hanging on the wall. But um we do have a, a blown up photo of the back. Like you could see him throwing the ball. And, uh, but someday we got to put it probably, we have like a little bar area now. And I think that's the perfect place to put a photo like that. We just have to 
I mean, it's, it's infamous, truly. Um, Mike, my, my next question is actually about baseball. I know you're actually, a, it's, you're a huge Angels fan, right? Yeah. But my question is about the Port, Portland Pickles. Yeah. How cool is it to be involved with a baseball team with John that way? It's really cool. He's, um, he, one thing that we both bonded over when we first met was that we both really love baseball and, um, he loves it so much and has, when he got this opportunity to invest in a, in a, in a team and it's a college wood bat team and they've just really done well there and they've rebranded it and people in Portland love it. And it's, it's a great park and it's, I, I've gotten to go in the past. Um, and it's really nice. And then he started, now he's involved with another uh, a professional team in, in Texas called the Cleburne Railroaders. And they're, um, they're like affiliated with them, with the MLB, but they're, it's just guys trying to basically get back in or get, or get picked up. Um, and a lot of them have a, a few of his, of the players got their contracts picked up already this season. So it's a, it's cool. He really loves it. And it's, it, it gives him, I don't know, brings him a lot of joy. And so I, I also love that he has plans, you know, obviously football can't last forever. So it's nice to know that someone has passion about other things that they can do afterwards. Cause I think a lot of times guys get kind of down after, after that's over, you know? Do you know if he's reached out to uh, Cody Fajardo to uh, go play for the team? Cause Cody actually just a couple of weeks ago was saying that he used to keep track of all his slow pitch uh, stats that he had and he was a pretty good college player too oh really oh I'll have to I, I'm sure John knows that I'm sure he knows but uh yeah Cody's actually an Angels fan too so he and I have uh bonded over that before and discussed this well Sarah thanks so much for making time for us with your uh busy schedule and uh we appreciate it and uh hopefully we can see you up here in Saskatchewan soon Yes. Yeah. Hopefully uh, we'll see based on what happens. And if so, I'll be there August 5th. So somebody get me a beer. Somebody get my beer ready. <laughs> Section 120, Section 124. You can find both of us. Okay. I'll be looking for you. <laughs> Thanks you guys. Thanks, Sarah. Thanks Great. Thanks, Sarah. Sarah. Once again, that was Sarah Colonna, actress, writer, comedian, and of course, uh, wife of Saskatchewan Rough Rider punter, John Ryan. I know, like her, we are all can't wait for that first Ryder game. Hopefully she's up here with us. So on our way out, here's Ghost Behind Your Mind by Tyler Gibson.